It's a super films cast. 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 Super films cast. Super films cast. Super to super to super to super to films. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Films Cast 64. It is, it's gotta be May, and we are a day away, Adam, from May the 4th be with you. You're peeking there, just a little bit. Yeah, because I got big Northman vibes, Trey. You're going to howl at the moon? Uh, yeah. I'm a, yeah. I'll go. I'll have a, I'll do a little fart just to prove I'm human. Yeah. I'll do a big a, a big belch. Slap your dick around. No. Did Willem Dafoe slap his dick at the beginning? Was that his dick? We're all wondering. I don't think so. I think it was. I don't think there was any dick. At the very... Well, there was a report that Ro- Roger Eggers... Robert... Roger... Robert Ro- Eggers. Robert? Robert. Rob Ribbit. Ribbit Eggers okay. said uh, he wanted more dicks, but the studio would not give him more dicks. I I will say this movie, we're getting right in. Northman. Northman. That's what we're talking about. Uh, That's what you want to hear from us. No no fun banter. This is it. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Nope. Right in. Uh, everything about it, I would say. I know that there was some talk about him being like, eh, the studio kind of made me cut this to be a little more friendly he, he kind of i could see the maybe the language because you could definitely understand it more than like the lighthouse or the v- 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 as far as like dialogue goes maybe maybe but that's <clears throat> that is one of the things that i enjoy a bunch about eggers yes is like the dialogue is all it is nothing out of time mm-hmm. it's just like no yeah. i'm going to give you all these weird sayings that you've never heard yeah. before that are just obviously from and of this time i've read i've done all this research on this stuff mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna hold back i i get what you're saying it is easier to understand which no 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 i love that though too i'm with you like i yeah. love the lighthouse i love not really kind of having to cipher what they're saying or the Vavavavich, you know, all that stuff. I haven't watched the Vavavavich in a while. I need to maybe rewatch it and see if. Because I, I remember it being old, old timey, old yeah. like English, but I don't maybe remember as my. I think The Lighthouse is just so memorable with all its just weird terms and, you know, weird sayings and like curdled foreskin is always mm-hmm. stuck in my brain. <clears throat> so, yeah, always. You know, you know me. Uh,. I do feel that the one thing was that, uh, yeah, no dong, no dong. There needed there needed to be a dong. There needed to be, I would say, a lot of dong. Mm-hmm. Um, I overall this movie about uh, what's his name, Amlin or something like that. Amleth, 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 uh. Amleth, he's a boy. His dad, Ethan Hawk. Ethan 
Cock is the king. His mom is Nicole Kidman. Uh, the king's brother, Fjolner, kills his dad. And then he is able to escape. And he goes away chanting, I will avenge you, father. I will save you, mother. I will kill you, Fjolner. Which is something we can all relate to. We can. We can all relate to this. I just, yeah. like Tale as old as time. Who hasn't? It's wanted to avenge your father's death. There's some people that are like, oh, Austin, specifically, <clears throat> yeah. Super Games. Oh, there's no, there's no character development. Uh, I don't know anything about this guy. Uh, well, that's somebody who has obviously never wanted to avenge father, never wanted to save mother, <laughs> never wanted to kill Fuel. <clears throat> yeah, I guess because, he hates his parents. Because you know? I connect with that. Yeah, we most of America, well, the world, I don't know, like, can connect with. I will save you, father. I will. Uh, I'm sorry. I will. I don't think father. Anthony, I will Anthony save you, mother. Casey's I will kill you, Fjolner. Wouldn't. Fjolner. We all hate Fjolner. <laughs> <laughs> we all are going after Fjolner. Yeah, he's you know. And so, listen. If you're so privileged that Fjolner <laughs> has never wronged you, God forbid you don't connect with this character. Maybe this movie's not for you. But if you are one of the millions of us, millions who have, who have had Fjolner. <clears throat> And his reign come down on you, then you can you can enjoy this movie. I will say, there you go. This movie is uh, an actual Viking story. Yes, yeah, so I guess this is an actual story, and this story Hamlet was based off this story, and right. thus the Lion King was based off Hamlet, which is based on this story. Yeah. So, so it's it's a familiar story, but I I think um <clears throat> I think I think the Green Knight is sort of compared to this film a bit. Okay, and I think um I think with the Green Knight there are things I liked, but it didn't come together for me all like you know I think this totally did. Yeah, and I think it's because even though this was sort of a f the the structure of the story was very familiar, I think you know Edgar's adds on his kind of you know whole deal with with the uh, the language and the history and the brutality and the weirdness and right. just it, it all meshed together extremely well. Where it just this movie just rocks it it transports you. Yeah. In a way that a lot of movies don't. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of, like, I don't know. I, I talk about this even with, in action movies, in whatever else. Everything is always winking. Right. All the time. It's always just like, hey, we know what we're doing here. Or this is a commentary on this. Just a little bit. Right. Uh, even in, like, Last Duel, which we both enjoyed yeah. a lot. That's a medieval story that's telling a modern, modern tale. They did story, have an interesting twist in this, yeah. but it still kept to, you know, what it is. This just feels like, I'm going to make a Viking movie right. that Vikings would love. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, I want people to be like, yeah, this yeah. is what it's like. <laughs> And, and I like to, like, because I, I remember also Beowulf, that movie, Beowulf. Right. Yep. I saw that in 3D. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Uh, thank God that died. Um, and I just remember, uh, you know, I think they were trying to make, because I think what the issue with a lot of these old, 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 old stories are, are the, um, uh, 
the character's not very likable. And I think the Green Knight was similar, where the character is not likable whatsoever. But I think this leaned into it a lot more and made it where it's like, yeah, this guy is, you know, he's a brutal Viking. And uh, guess what? He's really not fighting for anything. And things kind of break apart, break apart, yeah. break apart, where it's like, yeah, he's kind of just doing this for revenge, for his own blood, bloodlust, right. which is fucking awesome. Because it's, you know, there, there's, you know, like um, desires. after, yeah, like, you know, after, uh, you know, the, the boy escapes, uh, he comes to look for Fjolnir and he is no longer king because he, the king killed his father, yep. which is shown in the trailer. It's not a spoiler. Uh, he killed his father and then takes over the kingdom, but then he was just dethroned and now he's like living in the countryside. <laughs> living somewhere else. Oh, okay. Well, it's kind of like, it. it's like all meaningless, all pointless. You yeah. know, like that's kind of the beauty of this movie is like everything he's doing is kind of pointless. It's But in like a like, like a a way that uh it looks grand yes. it feels grand but the story is so very small. oh yeah it is yeah but, and uh, I, I mean i think that's one of austin's criticisms is he's like well, the stories <laughs> eh. i don't know i don't like, i think it's a good I it's a it's, good story it's 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 i mean it doesn't need to be this epic i mean they had great battle right. scenes but it's not it's a very personal story of revenge yeah and and it's and and I really appreciated the the kind of the mythology and stuff they use the, the the supernatural stuff really like it was a it didn't feel out of place it didn't feel overdone it right. was melded into this world so well because like he just um you know just the world building you know he does in, in in this movie is just incredible yeah for sure and it's everything from you know the mythology um to like what the values are. It's also, and I don't know how much of this is the studio, um, it's also kind of restrained in a way, but so much is told, and if, like, I'm not trying, but like, scenes where rapes are happening, mm-hmm. like, you know rapes are have, happening and without, raping and without having children to see, being burned alive. without having to yeah. see, like, Right, it happening. <clears throat> well, yeah, and I, I mean, because there's a lot of you know, we we talk about Eggers being great, but he's never really done that. Like we talk about the right. dicks. I mean, there wasn't, we didn't see really any dicks in Lighthouse. Like the, there's a lot of metaphors, well, but they, like he's they, never they cut really, it out. He, yeah, they cut it out. He's never been like, he's never been ex ex um exploitive, you know, with his stuff. Yeah. Exploit, you know. So, so maybe the Little Mermaid lady. A little, a bit. little bit, but, <laughs> but it's you know, yeah, it's. I I would just say that there's a lot of people that are like, I'm gonna tell this brutal you story and do this, and it's just like, no, I'm focusing. I on was this fine guy not seeing a bunch of rapes just because it's <laughs> yeah. it's focused on on uh, Alexander Skarsgård who is insane yes. ripped in this movie. <laughs> what the fuck? It's Hollywood, bro. You got to get all ripped. That's. That's insane. Yeah. And I know all those guys do steroids. They tend oh, to. Oh, yeah. Um, but John good Krasinski Lord. now is all steroided up. Like, how is that possible? It's a human body, man. He also has probably great genes. Isn't he? Aren't all those scars guards like yeah, but, Vikings? Well, scars guard. That's a, it's just like a perfect name. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't it? Oh, man. I want to be a scars guard. 
Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just focused on on him, and he doesn't mm-hmm. do that because he has a one track focus on his mind. To Anya Taylor Joy, Anya Taylor Joy's there. She's there. Um, her story's a little a little weak. She's yeah. in the trailer. The there's the part that she's like, "You will break them with their bodies. I will break them with my mind," or whatever. And she kind of does one thing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, not so much. I would say that's kind of a a weaker story yeah. line. I, I thought this... Nicole Kidman, though, I thought that character and what happens with that character was really good. Yeah, that's that's a fun one. Um, the I will say the Anya Taylor Joy, kind of where they where they go with that the maybe the miss. I don't want to say it's a misdirection mm-hmm. at the end, but kind of what they do. It's like, come on, dude, we're not gonna get this. <laughs> we're not gonna, we're not gonna get this. We're not gonna go to the gates of hell. I that is one thing I wanted to actually look at. The title of the chapters yeah. are so badass. Oh yeah, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> was the I know the last one is the gates of hell. Mm-hmm. Second to last one is the night blade feeds. <laughs> Or something like Jeez. that, where I was just like, "Oh yes." Um, some of the other ones, there's not anything that's you know crazy, uh, but those were those were two that I thought were great. Um, do you know how this is doing box office wise? If this <clears> is <throat> something that's going to here. make its money back, the uh, the Northman. We'll go uh, with uh, box office. Let's see here. Um, I see uh, flickering myth. The box office problem: the desertion of cinephiles. How much money did the North yeah, make? It's made forty-one right? million dollars worldwide. Okay, how much did it cost to make? Uh, hard, hard to say. Hard to say. Hard to hard to say here. I'm not I'm not seeing it. But um So according to the yeah. Wikipedia's it made or no, it cost him it cost budget seventy to ninety million. Woof. Yeah. And this has been this has been decently promoted yes. as well. <laughs> There's been commercials and stuff. Man, like and this isn't like a Blade Runner twenty forty seven where it's I fucking dig it, but it's you know it's a three hour long kind of a slog, even though I love it. Right. This is like a really awesome, cool, actiony, violent uh, kind of movie. Like this is, I, I think this is probably the most accessible of of his three films. I would say so. You know, um, but I would also say that it is not accessible <laughs> for for most for the average. I guess. For the average person that wants, I guess to if hear all your Tony Stark uh, <laughs> saying that just happened, that happened. <laughs> oh wow, uh, what it is to be a Viking? Oh yeah, you don't have. Um, I guess that this is not Thor, where he's being a, a funny little, funny little guy, just yeah, kicking around, making jokes, playing Xbox. Yeah. Actually, they were playing PlayStation. And this has. Uh, this is dropped off at the box office as well. Whereas really? like everything everywhere I hear all at once yeah, is, is holding yeah. pretty much recently is... with uh word of mouth. 
surprised this uh, hasn't been getting the word of mouth either. I just I just think it's hard for for people to hard for I would say an average audience to get it. But Robert Eggers, you're three for three in my book. Oh yeah, I gave sure. this five stars. This is the third five star movie. I think. This is probably my least favorite of his three, mm-hmm. but it's like if Lighthouse is a hundred, yeah, and the, yeah, Vi- yeah, yeah, and the yeah. Vavitch is ninety eight. This is like a ninety five. I had to watch the Vavitch again, but I remember being like, I remember going to the theater. It was like late at night with my friend, and I remember being really tired. And he was almost like, "No, we can go, we can go. We can, I can take you home or something." Like, oh no, I'll go. I'm kind of nodding off, and then the fucking witch with the the, the big titties and like what the fuck well that's at the very beginning no yeah it's at the, i told you i woke up i'm oh. like okay i'm, I'm, <laughs> so I'm here like, I'm, I'm dumb in. i'm in we got these weird witch i'm in this is and gonna be crazy black philip comes around yeah. and you're like oh hell yeah oh hell yeah so no i really like the favitch um I, I, yeah it's lighthouse is definitely my favorite but that's also probably one of my favorite of, of all time, time. Yeah. movies <laughs> so you know it's it's hard to get there but yeah it's it's three for three with uh, Robert Eggers. I think his next project, he's said it may not end up being Nosferatu. But right, that, because of Morbius. <laughs> uh, but it also could be, I guess. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what... I've heard he might be doing a uh, Rasputin oh, that's TV right. series. Yes, right. Not a... Which... It's about Zach, about Zach uh, Dayton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, what uh he was asked if he was ever going to do anything in modern times he said no <laughs> that's why would i want to do that yeah and for he's that gotta, i said hey listen know what you're good at no he's got a niche and uh, not a lot of people are doing that so hell yeah more power to him yeah so there yeah. you go trey is there anything else you've been watching uh so i saw the the major motion picture I'm going to get the title right because I'm always effing up. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. This is the Nick Cage movie about Nicolas Cage, who As goes by Nick Cage, Nick Cage in the film. Okay. Uh, the, so we all know the, the synopsis by now, right? He uh, He's playing a dramatized version of himself. Right. He's actually playing two versions of himself because there is a, another character like that's in his imagination named Nicky Cage and he represents like a very like a younger version of him like he's okay. kind of looks like he's you know um maybe like 90s version uh of Nick Cage okay. and he's kind of insane uh so Nick Cage he's kind of down on his luck he's you know he had a movie part that he really wanted and he missed out on it and he's got a daughter he's sort of estranged with and he uh, he needs some money, and so he gets an offer to go to a very wealthy uh, wealthy person's island for his birthday, played by Pedro Pascal. And um, Pedro Pascal is a super fan of Nicolas Cage. Like he's like obsessed with them. Like he has a script he wants him to read. Like he's seen all of his movies. He has like a whole like room that just has memorabilia. And um, and yeah, and so he goes there, and uh, there might be he, there might be uh, Pedro Pascal might be a part of a drug smuggling <laughs> ring, and um, there's a, a few cops there that are trying to get Nick Cage to um, expose him, go undercover, go undercover. So this movie, 
Man, I think it's really good. I think, are you worried that it's going to be way too in your face, Nick Cage? Because I tell you, I don't think it really is. I don't. I don't really have a problem with it. Like, are you like me being worried about Nick Cage going too big? He's very reserved in this, actually. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know if that was what I was afraid of as much yeah. as it being like a lot of references to that's... either his work or other other there, things. The Paddington thing we did—that's kind of like the only one. Okay. And that kind of. It's but, more so the idea that, like, so his daughter, because, like, he showed her, his daughter, uh, the cabinet of um, Dr. I forgot what that movie's called. You know what I'm talking about? That old German horror movie, The Cabinet of Dr. Perot or something. Um, the Island of Dr. Moreau? Maybe it's something like that, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, I think there's two of those kind of movies. I forgot. Maybe I'm getting them mixed up. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, that one. And um, he uh, and and kind of the idea is that like he doesn't really care what his daughter likes; it's more what he likes, and so that kind of plays into with the whole Paddington mm-hmm. thing. So there is sort of a payoff to it that like it isn't just a reference thrown out. Um, you know, uh, then there really aren't that many like like it all makes sense. Like the references make sense because Pedro Pascal is a humongous fan of Nicolas Cage. Right. And so you're going to see some like memorabilia from his old movies and, you know, references to his old movies because Pedro Pascal is a super fan. I think Pedro Pascal is really good in this. He kind of plays like, like a, like kind of, I mean, he's a fanboy, but not in like an annoying way where he's like this annoying fan. Like this is about an annoying fan. It's more endearing. Like it's really good. I, I tell you, I, I'm kind of excited to see Patrick Pascal in uh, that uh, Last of Us show. I everything I've seen him in is just great. He's just a really good, endearing actor. You know. Did you like him in Wonder Woman 1984? He was okay in it. I didn't hate him in that. Like oh, he's God. he's fine. I, I hated that. Yeah. Uh, but so would you say the movie is more like a commentary on celebrity and what it means to be? like a celebrity or is it like on fandom i would say it's more on nicholas k yeah like i would say celebrity kind of um nick kind of a commentary on nick cage because there are definitely references about his like money troubles money problems but really it's just sort of a fun buddy movie honestly it's not really it's not as like grand as you would think it would be or okay yeah i wouldn't because, yeah, I think it's more about commentary on, like, Nick Cage rather than, like, a commentary on fan and fan. It's really, like, the, there's the fandom stuff. It's more endearing and sweet than it is. Like, this is a problem. Yeah, it's not anything like obsessive. that. No, 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 no. Pedro Pascal is, like, a, it's a very sweet character. Okay. Yeah. All right. I would, yeah, I would say give it a watch if you can. It's it's fun. It's enjoyable. Uh, Nick Cage is is good in it. Like he's never, it's never overboard. Nick Cage. It's not Mandy him screaming and drinking and or him like being crazy. And how there is that I, I, there is that character Nicky Cage, which only is like in the beginning. And I wish they had like played with that a little more because it was interesting. Because uh-huh. it was this that that version of him where gotcha. he's just this insane guy. Uh-huh. And I wish they'd play with that a little bit more because they didn't really play with that as much. But I don't know. I, th- I thought it was enjoyable though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm planning on seeing it. It's just uh, there's only there's only so much. There's something about you know having a one day free on the weekend and being like right. I'm gonna watch two movies in a theater <laughs> this weekend. I'll do it, but it, like it, 
if it's over the course of a weekend. Sure. Sometimes just yeah, going to whatever back to back. That's not that's not my thing. You mm-hmm. watch anything else? Yeah. So I watched uh, three movies. Um, I watched Room. Okay. With Brie Larson's uh, room. Brie Larson with uh, our friend Kirk's favorite actress, Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. Uh, really like this movie. I think uh, I've I've tapped into another genre, a weird genre of film. I like it's. Uh, person is has no idea what the outside world is because they've been they've they're living in like a like a small place forever yeah. uh-huh. sort of like Brigsby Bear or uh um Dog Truman, Tooth Truman Show Truman even? Show too Dog Tooth Truman something Show like yeah something like that uh <laughs> yeah it's cool and like Jacob Tremblay's very good like he's very good and yeah like the the voiceover and yeah. stuff of like how he sees yeah. the world mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's always uh, yeah, very interesting. That's very interesting. It's it's very good. I, I like that movie. So for some reason, I thought this entire movie took place in the room. In room. In room. Guess you can't call it the room. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't know. I mean, it, this is 2015. It's the, the, there's there's a p- point in the middle where there's an escape, and I was so nervous because I'm like. Doesn't this movie all take place in the room? What's gonna happen? This is this is horrible. And luckily, that they it didn't take all place in the room. It all, it all worked have out. To be in room. Well, I just for some reason I thought it was all in room, right. and so I was very nervous yeah. that there was something was gonna happen, yeah. uh, and it didn't. And that was great. I wasn't nervous. It, it's a very good movie. Uh, I recommend watching it. Where did you watch it? Here. Oh, I think it was on Netflix. Okay. Maybe I streamed it. Maybe I bought it or rented it. I forgot. I need to need to take note of that more. Okay. Just um, trying to trying to give people who right, right, wanna right. wanna follow Trey's yes. recommendations a chance. So uh you go on the internet a lot, Adam, right? Uh I dabble. You dabble online. <laughs> I dabble in a little bit of online. What would you say is like one movie that's been memed a lot? Oh God. Or like clips of the movie have been used a lot for memes. Uh, hard to hard to say. There's a lot, uh, right? Yeah, there's a lot. M- Marvel. For for some reason, I've been seeing a lot of like American Psycho memes. Okay, yeah, for sure. And and uh, I'm like, you know what? I haven't seen that movie. I think since high school. Uh huh. So I'm gonna watch it again. And I watched American Psycho, and uh, it is it's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's a movie very rules. fun movie yeah <laughs> yeah and i i geez i think like um i think uh, like christian bale like unbelievable i don't it would not be played that way today that character you can't not. make you can't make well it's not that you can't, you can't it would you just be differently it. the pc police would come and <laughs> no, they'd arrest no, I'm not everyone even saying like that i'm saying it like just like he's kind of acts like insane like not insane but just like almost comedic in ways oh, for sure. Where it's just like he is he just, like some kind of form of autism or something I'm like just with this character. So confident that it's yeah. just like <laughs> and he's just like the way he says the his line deliveries like I'm gonna return some videotapes. <laughs> yeah. Just he's he's so good in this. Yeah. And and it, it, you see why it makes for good memes because it's so insane at times. Right. And yeah. he's just so off any kind of spectrum of normalcy you know mm-hmm. uh it was a lot of fun watching it it's yeah. a very fun movie i've been wanting to read the book yeah um 
Because I think I think that would be interesting as well. But. I hear the book does more playing with is this the the unreliable narrator, right? Yeah, where this kind of only kind of does it at the very beginning and at the very end. Um, otherwise, it's sort of pretty linear to yeah. what ha- kind of. I mean, there's parts here and there. Willem Dafoe's in it. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. Re- I forgot that. Um, um, Justin Thoreau's in it from uh, right. Leftovers. Yep. yep. And um, Jared Leto is in it. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what Jared Leto. Paul Allen, he's the the young young guy that uh, gets yeah, killed yeah. at the beginning. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There's a lot of like music, <laughs> like it's like yeah. music stuff, and right. Just yeah, the whole thing is just it's it's really kind of humorous to watch. It's funny. It's funny. I mean, oh, it, it's supposed it, to be a satire for sure. You know, yeah, and it's 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 still really good. <laughs> Uh, I watched it on HBO Max, but I think it's streaming a lot of places. There you go. Uh, then I watched Lethal Weapon. Back to back. Yes. Yeah, you're looking at my uh, thing. Oh, no, I watched that back to back. You did watch that back to back. I'm I'm saying that oh, okay. they, they're back to back on the cover of every single yes. movie. Yes, yes, they are back to back. So, um, I mean, not too much here. I, I think... For some reason, I thought it was because um, I knew it was uh, Don Glover and Mel Gibson. What and you said that you said that in a, in a funny Donald way. Glover and Mel Gibson, and they're it's not cops. Donald Glover. They said Danny Glover. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Danny Glover and Mel Gibson, yeah, and uh, they're cops. And uh, for the, some... the first time, you said Don Don Glover. Donny Don Glover. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's not. I'm not going to make any assumptions about Danny Glover, but okay. Uh, for some reason, I thought because uh, I knew they were at. You know, it's the this is sort of the archetype of the buddy cop movie. Right, it's yeah. they're butt heads at first and they learn to respect each other. Then, then, uh, then they're best friends. And for some reason, I thought it was going to be a racial thing, but it's, it's more of a Mel Gibson is suffering from post-traumatic stress and is like suicidal the whole time. And he's shoving a gun in his mouth half the time. <laughs> Dude, this movie is insane. It's really dark too. It's like, geez, this <laughs> And uh, just these like '80s movies that are just very dark, you know, like yeah. RoboCop, even stuff like yeah. Just it is funny to watch like movies that are popular but aren't necessarily good. Yeah, from other <laughs> from other eras because uh-huh. there's some stuff uh, where you're like, okay, well, this is obvious why this is popular, and like Lethal Weapon, it's pretty obvious why it's popular. Mm-hmm. But it is just like. Yeah, like this was a little hokey at the time as well, and then yeah. now it's forty years older. He's just shoving guns in his face and jumping off buildings. He just says that, "Yeah, death witch there." Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh... Uh, I want to watch all of them. Okay, there's only four, so I got three more. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll we'll stay tuned. I didn't realize, next week. and I didn't realize the line. Uh, I'm too. I forgot. I thought too old for this shit would be in two. But he says it five times in this. He's too old the entire time <laughs> I know. in all four movies. <clears throat> I know. But he okay. just keeps on doing this keeps shit. Keeps on saying it, too. Yeah. That's his line. There you go. I love it. I love seeing like the Simpsons um, parodies of Lethal Weapon and stuff <laughs> as well. It's it's really fun. You remember the <laughs> It's Always Sunny parody? I do remember the Always Sunny parody. <laughs> is that still up? I'm sure it is. I don't know. They took, out, they took away like all the... <laughs> you know, it... <sighs> I don't know. It's like a, I, I'm yeah. asking. I oh, don't know. I, I think I've seen it, so I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think I've it is s- up. It existed at the time for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, Mac would do that. That's the thing. <laughs> right. I mean, it's the... Whatever. I mean, we can... Nah, it's not. This is that. probably something that what have we, you been watching? <laughs> we should delve into. What have you been watching? Trey, I went on a, I went on a trip to Milwaukee. Oh, the beautiful country. It's the beautiful country <laughs> of Milwaukee. Um, so you know what that means? That means Baxter. That means plane Baxter's movies. There. Yeah, and Baxter is Arch there. If you're in Milwaukee. <laughs> um. So, my my life hack for everybody: life hack. <laughs> if you're on a plane and you're gonna watch a movie, watch a foreign film. Yeah, you've mentioned that before. Because you're going to have to have subtitles on anyway. Right. So watch a movie that you, you know, maybe you're not as stuck in a captive audience as mm-hmm. you would be. I watched- Make sure there's also no frontal male nudity in your movies, too, which is know. the mistake I made on the Cowboys charter plane <laughs> where I watched, uh, what was it called? It was that um, Jesse Eisenberg karate movie. And there was just a scene where everyone drops trowel, like right in front of a, yeah, you know. And then Dak Prescott gave you a purple nurple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> said, What's this guy doing? Yeah. So, uh, I watched Memories of a Murder. Memories of Murder by Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. I do want to watch that. Yeah. So this is one of the top rated movies on Letterboxd of like all time. Uh. It stars the dad from Parasite. Yeah. He's, he's sort of his, like, DiCaprio to Scorsese kind of thing. Right. He's his guy. He's his muse. Moved on. Yeah, yeah. So it's about all these women end up, <sighs> women, end up right? being killed. Yeah. And it's women be killed. Yeah, women do be killed. <laughs> uh, and so they're going and... It's in kind of the country, mm-hmm. which is always hard to tell because it'll give you like the city that's supposed to be in. And for, you know, if you live in South Korea, then you're like, okay, this is the country. Yeah, San Francisco. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah. oh, this guy's this guy's from Seoul. And you're like, oh, wait, that's, the, where Seoul that's is. the city. Comp, yeah. That I know yeah. that city. Um, So a guy from from Seoul comes in and uh, so Song Kang Ho who is uh the guy from from Parasite? He's like the guy from around here, and he's like a rough around the edges cop. Sure. Kinda. And then the the city cop who's by the book comes in, and they're trying to find this um these murdered and raped girls and put together the clues. It's very Zodiac. Okay. I will say. Okay. And Zodiac, one of my favorite movies. Yes. This I would say is not as good. Okay, I was expecting. I'm not entirely sure what everybody loves so much. It's very good, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. give it five five stars. I gave it. I gave it a three and a half. Uh, it's good. There's a lot of just like kind of crazy stuff uh, that happens, and I don't think necessarily. Like the the clue gathering is super interesting mm-hmm. all the time. Like there's parts of the movie that are very good, and then there's other parts that I'm I'm kind of iffy on. In the end, I think it's good. I think it's you know it was worth my time watching. It's not something that I 
I think I would die to rewatch. Um, but there you go. Memories of murder based on based on real murders. Oh, um, real ones. Yeah. And the guy who ended up doing it. Uh, should I give this boy? Um, so the ending maybe is kind of similar to Zodiac. Okay. Okay. So they didn't really caught, never really caught him. Uh, I didn't say that. You said that. Okay. Um, <laughs> the actual guy like turned himself in. I think in like 2019. Oh wow. Or something like that. After the movie, and, he was some move. And said and said he was like, yeah, I watched the movie, but I just like completely detached. And I was like, no, I'm watching a movie. This isn't about the things it's I. It's not do. about me. <laughs> it's like that is some insane person yeah. stuff. <laughs> like. Did they prove it was him, or was it just some guy who saw the movie and wanted to be the guy? Uh, I don't. I don't know entirely. Um, so there you go. That I uh, rented on Amazon Prime. Okay, so there you go. I watched. I saw Lethal Weapon on HBO Max as well. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I watched Something's Gotta Give on Netflix. (sighs) Mm -hmm. This movie, Jack Nicholson. Yes. He's, he's, uh, you know, something's gotta give. Does he ever say that? Mm, No. (laughs) He's in his 60s. He's always dating people in his 20s. (sighs) You know, Jackie. And, uh, he's 80 now. Yeah, but in this movie, 60. He's in his 60s. And he's like, he owns a hip hop label (laughs) and is just dating all these girls in, in their 60s. He has a... Have you ever seen Chinatown? He goes to uh, this his girlfriend's uh, little beach house up in the Hamptons. And uh, turns out her mom is there at the same time. And she's a famous playwright. And uh, he goes and tries to have sex with the daughter, but uh, has a heart attack. And then yeah. he's he's not allowed to travel. And so he's stuck in the house um, with his girlfriend's mom. And you know you know what's got to give? It's, it's uh, Diane bussy? Keaton. Is the... <laughs> There's no bussy <laughs> in that movie. Uh, but they're going, they're... They fall in love, Dre. Oh. They do. Uh, but she's getting hit on by... Keanu Reeves. Oh no! <laughs> Who's the doctor? Hey. Yeah. Wow. And he's like, actually, I'm doctor. Actually, I love all your plays. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Keanu. Uh, uh, is this? Did... Is this? Uh, is this? What year was this? This is early two thousands. Oh, so it was post Matrix, Keanu. Okay. I'm thinking uh, this was pre-Matrix, Keanu. No, I don't. Yeah, 2003. So this is the you same. Know, I think something's is, gotta give. <laughs> uh, it's it's truly wild, and I guess part of the thing that makes it wild is like Jack Nicholson in my life has always been old man. Yeah. And so this is kind of being like, I guess at one time he was sexy Hollywood yeah. star. Chinatown, yeah. But he's like... <laughs> right. So it's like, 
like I could totally see this movie being made with like Man, but Leo DiCaprio. Even, even when you say like Robert Redford though still has like he, he was in that one old man with the gun. You could still see oh yeah, that guy used to be like a, a hunk back in the day. Jack right. Nicholson has not aged well. Right. No. Which like I could see this being like a Leo DiCaprio movie uh-huh. eventually. Sometime, yeah. And like where here's this young 10, hunk 15 from fifteen years yeah. where he's like now he's like, hey, I'm still Leo, but people are still like, oh, it's Leo, yeah. even though he's like, kind of past his mm-hmm. prime. his prime. I don't know. It's I, it's yeah. super weird. It's a it's a. I think actors though are looking better as they get older too. Well, yeah, nowadays, just in general, people aren't smoking all the time yeah. and drinking. Hard. People understand that they need to like wear sunscreen and drink yeah. water and stuff. <laughs> I need to start wearing sunscreen more. Uh, something's got to give. It it's. I don't know. It's it's funny to watch, but I wouldn't say If you were writing funny. a review and had to use a bad pun as the sort of your your first line, what would you say? Uh some some things some things got to give this a a C. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> and that something is me. I give it a C. Uh, I watched Aaron Brockovich. So I, I heard Gina. We went to um, Austin and Danielle's place to watch the Mavs game six. And Gina was saying that for some reason, I'm not going to do a Gina voice. For some reason, Adam's been really crying watching these movies lately. Been I getting really I, sensitive. I didn't cry watching Aaron Brockovich. She said you cried. I I did not cry watching Aaron Brockovich. Okay. Um, what was the one you cried at then? I cried during uh, uh, Coda. Okay. Well, she said that you she, you told her you have to watch Aaron Brockovich. And then I, she... I did not tell her she had to watch Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> I, I did give this five stars. This movie rules. Okay. This movie's great. What? It, did, it, it is not a cry movie, though. Okay. Um, she said you're being a little bussy. <laughs> I it sounds like uh you were not listening, which is seems to be a a theme of the old the old tray. A theme? Mm-hmm. Maybe you were talking over people. <sighs> Go ahead with your <laughs> review. <laughs> uh Aaron Brockovich, Julia Roberts. She's Aaron Brockovich. She uh has been divorced a few times. She has kids. She's having a hard time. Uh with her life. Is she, eat, she goes, praying and loving? She gets hit by a car. Good. Uh wow. What? Yeah. Okay. You got a, some real some real Kirk Brie Larson vibes here. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, go ahead. She ends up working for the law firm that is not able to get her a settlement for the car crash that she got in, even though the other person was in the wrong. She's given all these cases. Uh, to kind of like file and do work on, and she's like, something isn't quite adding up here. So she Something's got to give. Something has to give. Yeah. And so she goes. She talks to all all these people in this town, and is like, uh, all these people are sick, and uh, this company is paying for them to go see the doctor for some reason, and uh, they're being asked to settle for this sum of money, but it's like, why? like why are they doing this basically gets to the bottom company's been poisoned the 
water of this entire town. Everyone's getting sick. Um, and her resilience uh, is able to go and get everybody nice big settlements. And that's the movie Aaron Brockovich. Okay. Steven Soderbergh directed. Uh-huh. We've sung the praises of Steven Soderbergh as just like, yes, we have, okay. of just being a director who like gets how to make movies mm-hmm. and tell stories. Like, I wouldn't say he does anything truly like spectacular or like, like hit hits you over the head with like, hey, this is a Soderbergh movie, baby. Um, but it's just like good, solid mm-hmm. storytelling. Great performances from everybody. Aaron Eckert is a biker. Uh, got a big mustache. Got a lot, of, a lot of temporary tattoos. What year was this, this movie? Nineteen two thousand. Oh, two thousand. Been watching some two thousand stuff this week. There you go. Yeah. I also watched Sorcerer. So that has been. Uh, uh, a movie that's been on my watch list for some reason or another. I think, I think it, I forgot. It might've been like one of my movies I was going to watch for like one of my video game film school things or was some, some movie I've heard a lot about. So what is Sorcerer about? Sorcerer is these four people from four different countries are for different reasons uh, out of their country. Uh They're either forced out or, um, moved into other areas because of uh, either they're running away from people who want to kill them or, um, you know, things of that nature. They're all in Colombia. Um, an oil well catches fire in Colombia, and they are asked to. The only way to put it out is to use dynamite to blow everything up. So, but the dynamite has been kept in an unstable way, essentially. Mm -hmm. So at the very tiny little jiggle could cause everything to explode. Mm -hmm. And they have to transport this. They ask for volunteers for a lot of money these four guys from all these different countries come in and uh, they have to in these giant trucks drive this dynamite through the jungle essentially so it's okay yeah and yeah so they're just like I think Lost might have stolen this plot line at the uh, season one finale (laughs) because there was a very similar thing where they all had to carry this like dynamite that's just been sitting in the jungle forever yeah yeah Yep. Cool. So I like that. So they go and they're going across like, you know, rope bridges yeah. and and stuff like that. It's uh it's pretty fun. Okay. Uh and I was I was reading about the movie. So why do they call it Sorcerer? They call it Sorcerer. Sorcerer is the name of one of the trucks that they're driving. Um It's it's just a weird because I feel like labeling it that, you think it's going to be like a fantasy movie, right? Right. So I don't get why. This movie know. did not do well at the box office mm-hmm. at the time. And just so you know that nothing ever changes, it was like, all people want to watch these days are Star Wars oh, and really? Jaws. There you go. <laughs> there they you don't go. want movies that make you think they want Star Wars, <laughs> even though this movie 
does not make you think at all. I don't know mm-hmm. what like there's a little bit of stuff. Because it sounds like Indiana Jones. Like it's or not like it, but like this sounds like that would be in the same realm of adventure kind of story. I mean it kinda, but it's uh, it's almost even more basic than that. I don't know. It's yeah. it's very fun to watch mm-hmm. and it's a intense movie the entire time. Um so I down I rented that from Amazon as okay. well. Right. That's been one I've been wanting. Rewatched in Bruges over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Uh I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. And then I watched After Hours. That's a Scorsese film. Scorsese movie about the lengths that people will go to just get laid. Tell yeah, me about it. This guy is going, he's trying to get laid, and then He's he's close to getting laid at every around every single corner, but just little complications just keep mm-hmm. getting in the way. It's very fun. Uh, I gave it four and a half. Out Who's of five. in that one? Uh, what's his name? It is Griffin Dunn. Okay, but yeah, great. Do we have any news? Newses? Oh, we got news. News. Newses. Uh, first, we'll start with the story that Trey decided to send me twice within a few hours. No, of each because other. there was there was there was uh, updates to it. There was updates. I don't I don't think there was. <laughs> yeah, because it said that there was a big argument that led to uh, the firing. And then what the first one said that there was just beef. There wasn't a specific argument. Now there was a specific argument. Justin Lin, two days into shooting, fast. <sighs> Fast 10, Fast X, uh, is not directing. So he's doing this because him and Vin Diesel got crossways. He said that Vin Diesel always shows up to set late, and Vin Diesel is showed up out of shape. And How many of these movies has he done? He did four, five, six... And then someone else did seven, eight, and then he did. He was back for nine. So, so all of our is favorite this a ones. New? No, no. I don't, was this a new? Like you think working with someone that many times, you would get understand what's going to happen, right? You would think. Like this is the straw that broke the. Can- I, I don't know. Like, I guess we don't know, but it just seems like. You've done all these movies. You work with this guy four times. You would do. You, are you expecting something different, or maybe there was some kind of agreement that they that Vin Diesel didn't. He also did Tokyo Drift. Now oh, that I think. Okay, about. so yeah, um, yeah. So he uh, he's worked he's right. worked with him a ton, but uh, there's something we don't know. I mean, we'll probably never know. Or maybe vin diesel is an asshole but like you you would work you've worked with him before though like all these times why even the rock worked with him a few times and then yeah decided, yeah no i'm not doing it yeah but why even uh, why even accept it knowing what you're going to get into you think it's going to be any different people don't change adam people don't change this one this one they were doing for paul that is true. So, uh, Are we still doing it for Paul? <laughs> so Justin Lin staying on as a producer. Okay. But I I mean, I don't know. That's that's pretty bad if yeah. you're quitting two days into, yeah, into shooting the movie. Seems weird. Yeah, that's not great. The Batman getting a sequel. No way. Not like we were surprised. No but, way. Hey, now confirmed. 
uh avatar avatar 2 it's it's officially happening back in 2014 right it came out 2014 i yeah, think it came it, out in 2014 right i think it was way before that oh i'm sorry you're right 2012 that's when it came out yeah it was i was in high school no 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 the second one came out in 2012 right no oh, right yeah yeah we're on like six now right yeah no been like 12 years no huh this one <laughs> this one's about to come out <laughs> the second one's about to come out this year it's God. called the way of water okay i can see it in your eyes you you're, you're an avatar hater here i am i'm 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 speaking for the navi I will defend Avatar. My favorite thing to come out of Avatar is that uh, I think uh, is that um, please don't destroy bit with Martin Hurley where he's uh, Avatar going. He used to have making his son go to the Avatar conference. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing to come out of Avatar. Are they going to still do the 3D bullshit? No, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, you mean 3D magic. Austin says you mean 3D magic. Yeah, and that's true. Trey, it it looks good. Sure, I'm not into it. Yeah, right. I'll see yeah, right. it. You're going. If going I to... if I bought you a ticket to go to Avatar oh, I'll go World, see it. Yeah, I'll go. No, I'm talking about going to oh. Avatar World at Disney. <laughs> you already said yes. <laughs> you, you did say yes. No, no, no. I'm you, good. You wouldn't even go. You wouldn't it, even. Are you paying for the plane ticket, hotel, all that? Mm. You have ten thousand dollars of, of discretionary. I'll say I pay for snacks. <laughs> so, so you go. So you get snacks. Okay, paid for. Uh huh. You got to pay for everything. <laughs> so wait, where is this in Florida? I think it's in Florida. All right, I got an uncle who lives in Florida, so uh, I'll stay at his place <laughs> and then let him know you're going to Avatar World. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to Avatar World. <laughs> So yeah, I, I could work. Plane tickets not that expensive. You can get cheap tickets. See if you can lock ponytails with a lucky lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I have to? Do I have to uh, be in full costume? Mm, yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> uh, Anna de Armas is going to star in uh, a John Wick spinoff, Ballerina. Ballerina. All right. John Wick World. We enjoy the John Wick World. We do. Anna Armas was very good in the James Bond. I didn't see the new one. You didn't see? I didn't see the new ones. I haven't seen the last two. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, never mind. I don't even think I saw all of Casino Royale. Uh, did you see the trailer for the new Chip and Dale movie? I did. Looking like Roger Rabbit. It it does look like Roger I do kind of like the two different art styles for the, the Chipmunks. It looks like it's going to be a commentary on nostalgia. Yeah. It's directed by uh, Akiva from Lonely Island. Okay. Okay. Andy Samberg's doing a voice. John okay. Mulaney's doing a voice. Okay. I'm, actually, I'm actually pretty no, yeah, excited. No, it does look this. actually pretty good. Uh, what makes me not exciting, only streaming on Disney+. Plus. Oh, it is. Yeah, not, not actually going to theaters, but who knows? Maybe that'll let it be a little weirder than yeah, sure. originally. Mission Impossible, the new movie. Instead of Mission Impossible 7 or whatever it was going to be called, it is now Mission Impossible. Mission colon impossible 
hyphen dead reckoning part one are these the last two or is this the last ones i don't know if that's been confirmed because why would you do a part one and two if they're not the last ones well because the dead reckoning is not done yet oh, okay okay well that makes sense <laughs> it's a good it's a good mad lib title sure it just it feels like yeah just taking words it's like those like old video games from like the 2000s you're just grabbing words out of a bag and sticking them in and it's but there. all of those uh all of those mission impossible like the titles ghost protocol yeah it's all dumb hell yeah those are rogue nation yeah it sounds like a video game from the 2000s. They all they all rule. I I enjoy Mission Colon Impossible <laughs> hyphen Dead Reckoning Part One. That's cool. All right, you ready for a devious game? Uh, one more thing. That Barbie movie they released some. So that that's like that's just like a movie that I would have no interest in until I learned of the directors and the writers because it's Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig. Yep. I'm like, okay, maybe I do see this movie. You got uh. You got um, who are the actors in it? Um, uh, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Austin's <laughs> giving me uh, the Margot Robbie sign. <laughs> and you got uh, Ryan Gosling. So Ryan Gosling doesn't have any titters. Austin, sorry. There He's is got, yeah. <laughs> there is no uh, no Aqua's Barbie Girl in the movie. I heard said, that. Which I heard that? Why are we even making? Why this? are we doing it? Okay. It comes out the same day as um. The uh, Nolan movie, Nuremberg, or... (laughs) (laughs) The Nuremberg movie, just a movie about Nazi trials. (laughs) Hey, I'm surprised they haven't done that yet, honestly. All right. So now to my devious game. All right. Which I... um, I sacrificed my Twitter algorithm for. <laughs> okay. In order to save these tweets, I had to I had to like them. So here's here's the devious game. Elon Musk. Oh god. He is uh not only super rad. Is Casper also... is he still, Casper still love Elon Musk? 100%. Yeah. Uh he's also Casper's number... is the only person who can like him. I'm I'm fine with Casper's liking him. Number one true meme lord. He's yeah. posting all kinds of stuff on Twitter. So yeah. I'm going to read you Elon's tweet. The Elon reply guys tweet. And then ask you what Elon reply guy thought of a certain movie. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll start playing. Elon says, and some of these are very hard to find because these guys reply to every single tweet that Elon oh makes. <laughs> I hate those people. Uh, so Elon says, uh, I will buy Coca-Cola and put cocaine in it. Obviously, very, very funny. That's very, hilarious. Very cool. Um, and this guy, Prene Pathole, <laughs> who... Uh, does a bunch says uh, coca leaves were reportedly used in the original coca-cola drink in the 19th century although the company says cocaine has never been an added ingredient i mean cocaine is a coca leaf extract with a crying laughing emoji mm-hmm. so that's this guy what do you think he thought about ex machina <laughs> how do you know what he thought of does it, okay so you you searched this guy it's like, okay, so this guy who replies to all of Elon's <laughs> tweets, yeah. you searched his Twitter right. about 
movie reviews. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what uh, does this guy think of Ex Machina? I think he thinks it's a very important film. Uh, he says, great movie, a must-watch. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, let's see. Lisa Booth. She is some sort of... Uh, she hosts a podcast, uh, uh, I guess a radio show, called The Truth with Lisa Booth. Uh, that alliteration. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is spelled correctly, unfortunately. Um, it appears that uh, she had a conversation with Ron DeSantis recently. Um, and so she replied to Elon... Uh, Oh, God. All right. So I did a lot of research on this, and these people just tweet too much. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. Um, she also replied to the Coca-Cola tweet, I believe. I. Anyway, what did she think of American Sniper? Oh, she probably thought it was American Propaganda. She says, loved this movie. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. This guy's name is Gergavin. His uh, bio says, event-driven trader, long and short tech-focused investor, fintech CEO, and then has a link to his private Discord. Sounds cool. Um, You should uh, join that Discord. Probably going to have a lot of good... good, yeah, NFT takes. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of ape takes. A lot of a lot of good stuff. So oh. let let me see. So he, uh, God, there's no easy way to <laughs> do this until I. All right. So he, what are his opinions about uh about Netflix? What are his opinions about Netflix? Yeah. It's cool. Because <laughs> okay. it seems like I'm trying to like get really like granular with this. Mm-hmm. But everything you've said has been like, it's okay. Surface level comments. Uh, this is a little more specific. Okay. So there's, specific. A, there's a specific kind of content that he wants. Well, he wants NFTs. So Netflix he's maybe he's thinking about NFTs and Netflix. Okay. Blockchain technology. So, three... I found three tweets on his page. Okay. All from the same date, which I didn't notice. <laughs> Netflix will make movies and web series on space? I emoji, I emoji, I emoji. Uh, Netflix is going to make movies on space? No. <laughs> what? I mean, Netflix are going to make movies about space is what they that are That sounds here. like a bot. That's a bot. That's a bot. That's a Russian bot. <laughs> <He just, laughs> Uh, Those you, are to replies to Elon. Uh, these are different tweets that he had. Not okay. in his tweets to Elon is he asking <laughs> the Netflix to make movies about space. <laughs> oh, another news story we missed is that uh, they've canceled their animation division, and Netflix has. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, so this guy replied to Elon Musk's post of uh, Bill Gates looking a little fat. And posting it I saw that. next to uh, the, the pregnant, pregnant man, man. <laughs> emoji, and Elon says, "In case you need to lose a boner fast." Very funny, very <laughs> meme man. Uh, 
And Parikh Patel, CFA, <laughs> Dr. Parikh Patel says micro and soft makes sense now. Okay. Okay. So this, oh, so this is the guy. It. That's good. That's good stuff. All right. What does Dr. Parikh Patel, uh, Aswath Demodorian, Don Hondo Investor Chapter, God First, Full Employment Second, Investor okay. Samosa Capital, and you can subscribe to his newsletter. Um, someone asked him for a, or I guess asked Twitter in general, not specifically Dr. Parikh Patel, um, for a scary movie recommendation. What? <laughs> What did he say? God. Uh, what are those nun movies? <laughs> okay. Uh, the nun. It was not. It was not a nun movie. Okay. He replied. After two thousand or before two thousand? After two thousand. Okay. Um. After 2010, before 2010? Uh, probably before 2010, but a- actually probably after. Ooh, okay. Probably shortly after. Okay. Uh, is it a paranormal activity? It is not. Okay. He says, Scary Movie 5 is very scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, another an- <laughs> another movie tweet from Dr. Parikh Patel. Elon vs. Bitcoin is a better movie than Captain America Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay um <laughs> let's see uh so this this guy dan held i don't think if we kept playing that guessing game i would never have guessed scary movie five no uh dan held who has a check mark verify oh, verify dan mark. held um responds to the tweet of bill gates and the pregnant man <laughs> and he says but why aren't they wearing masks <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> uh he says follow me to learn about bitcoin currently growth crack in fx uh this guy so what were his opinions on the irishman <laughs> it should have been f- f- a tv show too long all right so this is a martin scorsese movie <laughs> uh-huh. he says honestly one of the worst movies i've seen in a while no plot Terrible acting, bad cinematography, and poor audio. <laughs> Just so this guy's opinions are... Uh-huh. Oh, man. Poor audio. Uh, Let's see. So this guy, Dan Fusilier.eth Hughes, another verified guy, responded to elon posting twitter's next board meeting is going to be lit with a picture of elon smoking a little bit of reefer and he (laughs) said cheeky bastard and he said can you wear a make twitter great again hat what were his thoughts (laughs) on the movie v for vendetta (laughs) oh god um so he's See, I don't know if they make Twitter great again is him trying to be funny, making fun of Elon, or he's serious. You know? Because I could see if you... V for Vendetta is a very left-leaning movie. And so he probably doesn't like it if he's a right-leaner. But he might not understand it at all because a lot of people don't understand things, you know? They think, like, a certain person who... uh used to work at the station for a very short period of time 
thought that uh, um, uh, Don't Look Up was about uh, masks and COVID and did totally missed the idea what that movie was about altogether. So people are stupid, Adam. That's what I'm saying. So I'm thinking he is going to equate V for Vendetta with V for Vagina. He says, awesome movie. Watch it at least once a year as a reality check. <laughs> it's a reality check. Okay. Just to, all right. Just to make sure. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, also, Dogecoin people. Oh, all, all Austin. Over, Austin. All over Elon's tweets. Yeah. <laughs> Elon says, working hard to make useful products and services for your fellow humans is deeply morally good. Uh-huh. A response from Matt Wallace, who uh, his profile picture is the Shiba Inu. He says, Dogecoin makes humanity better. Smiley face. Yeah. What? What TV show based cryptocurrency is he excited about? Um, <laughs> I feel like Big Bang Theory is too easy. <laughs> it's a Big Bang Theory. It is not. It's not Big Bang Theory. Is it a comedy? In a way. <laughs> In a way. Uh, is it a show we like? Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> uh, is it the slap? <laughs> it is not the slap. Matt Wallace says, currently holding 100% of my Tiger King coin right now. Oh. <laughs> it's currently up 10 times since yeah, my first tweet. Yeah, I should have thought. There has been a drop today, but I'm not worried. <laughs> Two Hollywood movies and one big TV show are coming. Many celebrities are going to be asked about Tiger King coin by the media. Would buy slap. Slap coin. Slap coin. Last one. Uh, this guy also commented on the uh, Coca-Cola cocaine. Tiger King was so stupid. They're still <laughs> making movies and shit about it. Uh, also commented on the Coca-Cola cocaine one. This guy's an insane Doge man who does not stop tweeting. Uh, I was going to respond pretending I was a crypto spam bot, but I would probably block myself out of reflex. That's what he had to say to a... Um, to an Elon tweet. His uh, what was his best movie of twenty twenty one? Oh God, of last year. I gotta see a list. Um, Crudes two. <laughs> his best movie of twenty twenty one was Inside by Bo Burnham. <laughs> All right, see you later, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> And more next time on Super Filmscast 64!